Hey guys, and welcome to the very first episode of Aim Higher with Alyssa. So this is the inaugural, pardon my speaking, um, episode of the new podcast to go with my new fitness program that is launching this month. It's officially January of 2020. So why not start the new year with a bunch of new things, right? Um, You know, every every uh, year you should kind of consciously make the decision to make changes that will make your life better. And for me, that was officially releasing my first fitness program that was um, starting a lot of things that are new. And this is just one of those things. Um, I know for me, I personally listen to a lot of podcasts. I'm sure everyone does. Um, And given that this is the first one and a lot of you guys listening will either know me or just be getting to know me or maybe knew me before and maybe we've reconnected on social media. Um, I really wanted to make this episode kind of a, an intro to me and to where I'm coming from and what I'm doing and why all of these new and exciting things are happening, um, that I'm going to be sharing with you. Um, but just to kind of get started here, I I really first off want to say how excited I am to kind of get this process started. I am a big fan of podcasts. I listen to all kinds. I am not a one genre type person with my music or with my podcast selection. So for me, I have everything from, you know, reality television dish to fitness to motivation to, you know, health and nutrition, and kind of everything in between. So I I definitely am a lover of podcasts. And it's interesting to see where we've come even in the last, I would say, three to five years with podcasting and how popular it's gotten and how it's really become an avenue for people to either reach out to people if they feel like they're disconnected from society or they feel alone. But in, you know, my particular circumstance, it's also a great way for me to let you guys get to know me a little bit more if you don't, you know, it allows you to know kind of where I'm coming from with my programs and my way of thinking. And, you know, I'm going to have a lot of different stuff going on on the podcast each week. I want to try and rotate through different things. So, um, you know, we'll talk a little bit about my workouts. We'll talk a little bit about my client workouts and nutrition programs and why they're so different for every single person. Um, I'm hoping to have a couple of great guests on that will talk about different forms of nutrition throughout the course of the podcast. A little bit about supplements, we'll talk about those and when they're actually necessary and when they're not, because it's not something that you need all the time. Um, And then just bits and pieces of me kind of, you know, talking to you and I'll have question and answer um, segments too. And, you know, I really want to make sure it's interactive and I want to make sure that everyone gets something out of it. And, you know, I hope you guys are ex- as excited to go on this journey with me as I am to bring this journey to you. Um, so with that being said, let's jump right in. Uh, if you do know me already, you know, I've kind of made my way through corporate America. Um, and I started with one of the biggest corporations that exists with, um, you know, Abercrombie, Hollister, that whole deal. Um But with regard to the podcast and with regard to where I am and how I got myself into this fitness lifestyle and how I decided to make a fitness um, business, I really feel like I need to go back a little bit further. So um, a lot of the people that know me now, I would say a lot of you guys 
only really know me from that Abercrombie or even, you know, my buckle days. Um, and not too many people outside of the people that have known me since I was 18, 19 years old really know where I started. Um, so for me, you know, I was uh, born and raised in Syracuse, New York. For those of you who have no idea where the hell that is, that is in the middle of New York State. No, it is not outside of New York City. It is nowhere near New York City. It's about a four and a half to six hour drive, depending on how you drive. Um, and it's in the middle of, literally in the middle of New York State. It's what we call Central New York. <laughs> Funny, right? I know, but central New York. Um, so I was born and raised there and, you know, I did your, your typical things. I went, you know, went out with friends and I did all these different things, but, um, sophomore, junior, senior year of high school, I had kind of made the conscious decision that I really wanted to pursue theater. Um, I did a lot of musicals. That's what's popular in high schools, but my real passion was just straight theater was straight plays. And I, I loved live theater personally. Um, obviously, every person who studies theater does acting of any kind. For the most part, you you want to tinker around in TV and film. But for me, I really enjoyed theater, and I kind of initially saw myself studying stage and and going to New York City and being on you know Broadway like we all do. Um, so when I graduated high school in 2006, no 2010, I went to high school in 2006. Wow, 2006, yeah. I'm old, guys. I'm old. I can't even handle it. Um, I'm, I just had a mental breakdown about the fact that it's my 10-year college reunion coming up. My God. Um, so yeah, 2006, I graduated high school and I moved to Buffalo, New York, which though it's not that much bigger than Syracuse, New York, it's at least more well-known. People actually know what it is because we have Niagara Falls, the Buffalo Bills, Go Bills, and you know the buffalo sabers so at least it was a bigger city it was away from friends and family it allowed me to kind of initially see what it would be like to stand on my own two feet but close enough to family where i wasn't completely on my own and i was a theater major i i was going to get my theater ba and i pretty much threw myself into that for four years so for those four years i did everything i could to consciously move myself in the direction of being a performer being on stage or being on TV and film and that was just where my commitment was and at the time that was my dream that was what I knew I needed to do and I had a great group of friends who we all believed the same thing you know um and I know there's probably people out there that are shaking their head saying oh great yeah another girl that thought she was going to be the next big thing she was going to be the next Meryl Streep um, I never quite gave myself that much credit in all honesty not to be self-deprecating, I, I believe I had talent, but I was not to that level and that caliber. Um, nevertheless, graduated college. During that last year, I had met my dad for the first time, my dad's family, and I had two young sisters that I didn't uh, know at all growing up. And so I made a decision I was going to move to Reno first. Not quite LA, where you should be going for TV and film, but um, I figured, you know, it's halfway there. It's, again, close enough friends and family are there. I'm not completely alone and I can save a little bit more living with them before I make the leap, you know, into LA because unlike, you know, a lot of these stories you hear, I was just not willing to make the uh, decision to live in my car. I, I didn't quite love it enough, which kind of leads to what ended up happening. So in my honest opinion, if something is really your dream, if it's your, your life, your life's work, if it's what you need to be doing, 
I really believe that nothing stands in your way of accomplishing that goal. That if you really want it, you're going to do what you need to do to get there, right? So, you know, for the people that have said stories about living in their car in Los Angeles or living in an apartment with 17 different people and no one had a bed and everyone slept on air mattresses and all this craziness, they all did that because that was genuinely their goal, their dream, their ambition. They needed to succeed and they were willing to do anything they could to succeed. I never felt that way, in all honesty. I, uh, I never let myself get to that level. And looking back now, because now this is, you know, I mean, I was 22. It's 10 years later. Um, 10 years later, looking back, I was never passionate enough about it, I guess. Um, I loved it. I still love it. And, you know, it's, it's still something I enjoy doing. I love, you know, randomly being able to get on stage and do a show. I, I love that. And I love going to the theater. But you know, I didn't, I didn't commit fully. I didn't give it everything it needed. If eventually what I ended up doing is instead of moving to LA, I actually moved back to Syracuse. Um, that lasted a whole few months. And then I came back to Buffalo and this is where I've kind of been ever since I've moved around a lot, but anyone that's ever given up a dream before, whether it was 100% your dream or not in that moment at 22, it was still my dream. It was still what I thought I was supposed to be doing. And I felt incredibly, incredibly lost. And I'm sure a lot of you that are, even even if you're in your early 20s and you're graduating college or you're in college, you don't know what you're doing, or you're me and you're going to be 32 this year, um, or even, you know, you're in your 40s and 50s, you look back and you think of a time, whether it's right now or it's happened before, but there's a time in your life where you realize that you don't know as much as you thought you did and you really have no idea what the hell you're doing. We all have it. Everyone does. And we try to figure out what exactly we're supposed to be doing. And for me, that was, you know, 22 years old when I came back to Syracuse and then, you know, well, 23, I guess, came back to Syracuse and then eventually back to Buffalo and popped around a little bit. And during that time, I mean, I worked for different corporations in the retail world because that's what you did. You were either a server or you did that. And for me, I stuck in retail. Um, I moved my way into management with the Abercrombie Corporation, which led me to management within the Buckle Corporation. Again, I made some great friends. I had some great opportunities. I learned a lot, but my passion was not selling jeans, even though it was a great experience, even though I had so much fun on a daily basis and I would never give up the time that I had those couple years, um, four to five years for anything because two of my closest friends I got from that job. Um, my very best friend I got from that job. So um, I learned a lot about myself, but at the same time, it, you know, you ha- if you don't love what you're doing, it's work, you know, and it's miserable and you hate it and it's very difficult to get through the day. And that's kind of where I was at that point. And that kind of leads us up into almost where we are right now. So then at that point in time, I was feeling really lost and I was feeling like, my life didn't have a purpose to it and how devastating to be at the time 27 years old feeling like I had no idea what I was doing that I'd given up the one thing I'd ever wanted and you know and honest to god I had moved back to Buffalo really because of a guy and that was the decision I'd made and ladies I know please I hope some of you are out there saying preach it sister I've done that um because I know I'm not alone but I really moved back to Buffalo for a guy and I was trying my best to make it work here. And luckily again, I had good friends and family, but 
I wasn't feeling fulfilled every day. I was basically waking up and just going through the motions of what life is supposed to be. And God, that is not how you live. So right now, if you are in that place, please take a moment, take a step back, evaluate, write the goods and the good and the bad down about the job, the life, the relationship, whatever it is, and realize that if there's more negatives than there are positives, please find a way out of it. There's a way, no matter what it is, and I speak from experience, find a way out. And again, my my job at the time was not a bad job. I had a great employer. It just wasn't what I was passionate about. So I started working my nine to five now. Um, and I work for an amazing, amazing company. And I'm able to fulfill a dream for people every single week to uh, have 2020 vision without the hindrance of glasses and contacts. I myself had glasses and contacts. And, you know, I, I also had LASIK eye surgery. And I kind of... I you know, I don't do surgery, but I, I help make it affordable for people. And I get to watch them have that same life-changing moment that I had. So I started to feel more fulfilled. I started to feel it. I started to feel a little less like I was just going through the motions because not only have I, especially now, four years later into this job, especially now I have a team behind me that I genuinely, genuinely adore. We all get along great. We have a great time at work. I have patients that I genuinely enjoy. Uh, I work with doctors and surgeons that are absolutely amazing. Um, And I have a great support system. But the biggest thing was I was always looking for something that would allow me to help people. And this allowed me to do that. So now I guess you're probably asking, all right, so you found that. So what's the whole point of this? What's this podcast for then? You're talking about a fitness world and now you're talking about working in a nine to five office corporation. Um that's kind of the marriage of what my program now is. So my personal fitness journey started three years ago when I first got this job. Well, four years ago when I first got this job, I wasn't feeling confident in myself and I didn't like the fact that I had to wear dress clothes to work because I didn't feel comfortable in dress clothes. And so I personally started working one-on-one with a personal trainer at a gym here in Buffalo. And I had a great experience. Um, He was a younger guy, really, really motivating. You know, he did not make me feel uncomfortable. He was great at showing me new workouts and new things to do that I maybe hadn't thought of before and new ways of looking at food in a healthier way. Um, And I got a lot out of it. And on and off over those two to three years, I would train with him. And, you know, I basically hit a plateau and I couldn't get past it. And it was, you know, through no fault of his honestly, a lot of fault in mine because I really wasn't committing to the level I should have. And I got to a point last February where I hated everything about how I looked again. And it was really weighing on me in every other area of my life. I wasn't working as hard. I wasn't as confident in my day-to-day relationships. And so I said, you know what? I'm done with this. I am done waking up every day, not comfortable in my skin. That's not okay. It's not okay to feel like this every day. And so I started my personal fitness journey with, um, Spearman Fitness, so Dr. Chris Spearman, and he's been my personal coach since last February. And when I tell you that I cannot explain or express in words how much I got from my program with him, I I genuinely stand by that. I will stand by that till the day I die because everything I've learned from him and everything I've seen in my own personal journey and the growth that I've had not only on a physical on the physical side but on a mental side is the reason why I wanted to do this business. I wanted to do this business because I realized that it wasn't, it sounds so cheesy, guys. I know it does. 
I realized that I couldn't really fix the outer part of me. I couldn't fix the physical until I fixed the mental. I couldn't fix the physical while I was still beating myself up emotionally every day and while I was unhappy every day because I was stress eating. That's what I did. I stress ate. So if I was stressed out about work, if I was stressed out about my relationship, if I was stressed out about a friendship, I ate my weight in cookies and cake and popcorn, not cake really, but popcorn, a lot of pop, a lot of soda. Um, that's just what I did. And it was because, and I say this with complete honesty to you, I hated myself. I really did. I didn't like what I saw in the mirror. I didn't like the thoughts in my head. I didn't like how I felt about myself and I knew it wasn't okay, but I didn't know what to do to fix it. And over the first six months of working within Spearman Fitness, I completely changed how I viewed myself and I wanted to do that for other people. And so at the end of you know, the last three months, four months, I told Chris, I need to do for people what you did for me. Because if I can change one person's life, if I can make one person feel about themselves the way that I feel about myself right now for the first time at almost 32 years old, that's it. And it's like a light bulb went off. And I realized that this whole path, these 32 years, all of the moving the cross country, the dream of being an actor, the failure of that dream, the realization that I love helping people, the realization that I could work a nine to five and still commit myself fully to my own personal fitness journey and that I wanted to help people in that same situation and not only grow physically and fix what they didn't like about their physical body, but that I could really be there as a support system and build them up and make them realize what I've slowly realized, which is that I am so much more than my outer. I am so much more than what I look like physically, but my physical affected my mental and I needed to feel good in my body to really feel confident about myself. And that leads us to kind of where we are right now. It's been a long road for me to get here. It's been a long road for me to really figure out what I needed to do for me and what I needed to do to make myself happy. And I realized that I've spent my entire life making other people happy and being there for other people and trying to build other people up. And that's not a bad thing. And I actually really love it. And I want to do it on a grander scale. And I want to help you. If you're listening to this right now, I want to help you. And if you're listening to it because you feel like you have very minor physical changes, but you just need someone to motivate you and to remind you that you're worth more, I can do that for you. And I want to do that for you. And I want to help you change your physical and your mental and your emotional And I want you to realize that they do all go together. That's where when we, when you look at the front of this podcast and you see the name of it, aim higher, I struggled with the name of of the podcast in my program for a really long time because I wanted it to encompass everything I just said. Aim higher is not a, just a fat loss or a weight loss or a weight transformation program. Aim higher is not just about changing your viewpoint on life or on how you see yourself. Aim higher is about seeing the goals that you've set for yourself and seeing that they're too low because you deserve more. Because I always knew I I, I wanted more, but did I deserve it? I didn't think I did. And that caused me to constantly hold myself back and to constantly believe that everyone else deserved more than I did and I could get them there, but it wasn't worth it for me. And after this last year, I've realized that that is not true. So right now, I don't care if you are 16, 18, in your 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s. I don't care who you are listening to this. 
I just want you to know that you can aim higher. You can expect more. You can demand more from yourself for yourself, and you can demand more for yourself from the people around you. If you don't know what your personal journey is yet, if you don't know what you're supposed to be doing, that's okay. There's so many people that I've met in this last year that have completely changed their life at 30, 40, and 50 years old. That they realized at 50 years old that what they were doing was not fulfilling them and was not giving them the true joy that they deserve in this life. And they made a change and they decided, I'm going to do something different and I'm going to do something different for me. And you can do that. And I hope that at the very least, the podcast that I plan to bring to you and the interviews that I plan to bring to you and the content that I plan to bring to you helps you in even some very small way. So with that, guys, that's kind of my little journey into the fitness world and then where the program is right now and what the podcast is going to be. I want this to be so much more than just here's a couple workouts that I've been doing and here's ways to make it work in your nine to five schedule. That's what that program is. And if you want that program, you contact me and I promise you I will make it work for you. We'll find nutrition and plans that work for you. But with this particular component, with what the podcast is, it's not just about working out. It's not just about making our physical bodies great. It's about realizing that our mental health and our mental body is just as important as your physical body and that you deserve so much more. So I hope you're ready to go on this journey with me. I'm really excited to go on this journey with you and I'm excited to bring you new content and I'm, I'm can't believe it's, you know, it's January 7th and I'm releasing the very first podcast, um, that I just finished. I'm finishing recording and I'm going to post it right away just because I'm so excited to get it out to you guys. And I hope you get as much out of it. Like I said, as, as I do, because regardless, I'm going to post these every single week. And if you would be so inclined to post them, share them, send me questions, you can reach me on Instagram at ALA underscore fitness. You can send me a DM. You can write in my comments. You can answer one of the polls and send me some questions. I'll be doing those surveys in there every once in a while. You can also find me on Facebook at ALA fitness where I have a support group and you can join that and get some of that motivation as well. But Until next time, guys, that is my personal journey. That's where I've been. That's where I am right now. And I challenge you to find one thing in your life right now that you feel like you're pulling yourself back a little bit. Find the one thing that's a quick change that this isn't working for me and I need to do better and I deserve more. Find that one thing, write it down, put it on the mirror that you see every single morning and realize you can aim higher. You can do more. You deserve more. And if anything, I'm going to be here to help you along the way. So that is the first episode of Aim Higher with Alyssa. I look forward to the recording the next one and getting out to you next week. I will have one podcast for you each week. And if you do have any questions, reach out to me, Instagram, Facebook. Until next time, guys, this is Alyssa, and I hope you find a way to aim higher.